Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. Next Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss Does. I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. Normally, this is the podcast where Jordan and I help you navigate the challenges of modern life. And we'll get back to that once Jordan has left the castle. As you may have twigged by now, we've morphed into the official home for those who wish to get behind Jordan and support him during his time away in Wales on ITV. Until he's voted out, walked or crowned, new episodes will be with you every day, keeping you up to date with everything that's going on in the prime time world. I'm William Hansen, the poshest man alive, according to Dominic Moffat on Lanx Live. I'm more Royal Navy, Jordan's more meaty gravy. (laughs) Not my best, but having to do one every day is becoming a little bit of a chore. Now, over the last few episodes, I've said some pretty horrid and mean-spirited things about my new co-host, producer Ben. Today, however, I'd like to say something nice. I'd like to, but it's not going to happen. Hello, Ben. Shamai Paub. Oh, you've gone Welsh. I don't know what yes is in Welsh. I was I was scouring <laughs> my mind, um, but I know what hi, guys, is. Uh, so I said that instead. Uh, how are you doing, William? Yes, uh, I'm doing I'm doing all right, thank you. Um, and uh, yesterday, we uh, we sort of asked the June Divas to let us know on social media what they thought that CTTC was on Jordan's hat. We saw it again last night. Um, what What's the Twitter sphere and the Instagram sphere saying? Uh, yeah, we got lots of responses from for CTTC. There was a lot of creativity. So Ashley said, um, come taste the corned bracket 
beef hash. There was a lot of ex- trying to extend the CTTC right, to no. other bits, but I quite liked that one as, as, as it was sort of fitted onto the end, but I won't put any others. Uh, Victoria said, cooler than Tom Cruise, which I struggle to believe, wow. which is definitely not true. Um, Rach is, she says, you won't like this one, uh, can't talk touching cloth. Oh, that's... Uh, of all the messages that you could possibly pop on your hat... It's Jordan. It's not me or you. Well, this is true. Jordan. So I think that's fairly accurate. I think that got the most likes on Instagram comments. Um, and Stephanie said, crocodile testicles taste class. So she's obviously talking from experience there. So that's nice. Do crocodiles even have testicles? Yes, obviously. What? Well, I don't know. Do they? Yes. Every male animal has testicles. Oh, don't throw your biology degree in my face now. Well, this is what I'm saying. Okay. Wow. That's what I'm Googling later. Well, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, Elsewhere on social media, it's quite a busy day. Um, I saw just after the episode last night, Julie tweeted us with a picture Mm. of her in a help I sexed my boss, hashtag get behind Jordan, emblazoned hoodie or jumper. Yes. And in the middle distance to far distance was Grish Castle. Still going to struggle with saying that, to be honest, but I did try and Welsh it up a bit. Um, so that's exciting. Yes, it's quite incredible. There was our logo. There was the castle. And faintly in the distance, it was, it was, you know, it's quite far in the distance. He was just a little prick in the distance was, was Jordan. And actually, uh, Tyrese on uh, Instagram messaged me with the Chaise Long, which I think we mentioned however many months ago when we started this. Jordan mentioned about oh it's got a chaise long when he was talking about the uh, the sort of the, the the camp area that they have and Tyrese good on Tyrese he spotted it Tyrese more like Sherlock Holmes with that investigation I was I just I think I said that as a as a, a throwaway remark in the first episode of this podcast of this podcast series and here Tyrese is, is proving me wrong I was silly to doubt <laughs> Jordan's knowledge of chaise longs uh, coming up later I'll be chatting to YouTuber and this year's Celebrity Master Chef winner. Riyad Kalaf. You know, I know Jordan, I adore him, but you two are like twins, really. You know, always <laughs> with each other. Yeah. Yes, it's so hard to tell us apart sometimes. <laughs> now, Ben, let's raise our glasses. After last night's episode, there's only one person we can toast, and that's Donna the Duck. Donna. Donna the Duck is not a person, but to Donna, Donna Duck. The Duck. Now, that's not raising your glass, is it? It's raising. What is that? It's very colourful. What are you drinking there? Yes, I'm. I'm drinking an East London craft ale oh, tonight. Glory. Very on brand. Uh, we're talking of alcoholic drinks. Uh, glug that down, you. And why don't you tell us all about the competition? Yes. Well, actually, I'm going to change it up tomorrow. So normally, what I ask you to do is retweet a tweet. But we are a fluid podcast. I'm a fluid man, and I got a DM into the Sexed My Boss account that said, Ben. Why don't you do this on Instagram? You're always doing it on Twitter. We're not all on Twitter. And I thought, you know what? You're right. So this morning on Instagram at 8am, comment in that and tag in a friend. But all the details will be in the post, so I don't have to explain it all now. Um, but the prize is, as always, two bottles of pre-mixed in Bonnet, two other cocktails from the thebottlebartender.co.uk, and that's your lot. So all the details on our Instagram page at Sex My Boss. That's www.instagram.com slash sexedmyboss. Exactly. Excellent. Uh, let's talk about last night's episode. Right at the top, we were told 
there's been tensions. The honeymoon is over. They're all beginning to slightly get on each other's nerves. And indeed, in some instances, the nerves of the audience. Um, can we, though, however, before we sort of deep dive into the episode, can we still talk about the, the wink that Jordan does in the titles? Because nine days in, I'm still f- a little bit freaked out by it. Have you got used to it? Well, I mean, as much as, as one can get used to sort of seeing a very close friend on national television every night winking at you. So probably not used to it at all, actually. Um, Jordan, God bless him. N- another funny line at the, at the top. Uh, as they were waking up and, and crawling out of bed, Jordan said the immortal line, these campmates won't lead themselves. But then it was actually Victoria Derbyshire that was the one telling people what to do. Um, and it it seems, again, I want a bit of guiding here, Ben, with what sort of goes on in normal series. Have they done this sort of allocation of sort of jungle leader before and people getting jobs? Yeah, that, I, th- I think they, I, well, they've done it for a, for a while now. I don't think they did it in Tony Blackburn's era, but maybe in Kerry Katona's, I don't know. Um, but yeah, they, it's been there for a while and it's it's there to set up what we saw at the start of this episode and, and really throughout this episode is it causes tension yeah and it it seems very prescriptive about who can do what dare i say it almost slightly communist which is which is greatly ironic when they're in a when they're in a castle which is you know not home to communism that's home to elitism uh, and the aristocracy it it seems odd that they are doing that and uh, do i understand it that if you are on bottle washing or or washing up you can't do somebody else's job exactly that so all jordan can do currently is lead so basically he's he's realistically as all leaders they have to do the least so just like me in this podcast i do absolutely nothing i just sit here pulling strings left right and center but that's what jordan has to do right now but the others around them have to clean the pot so shane ritchie quite awkward when aj had to go ask him to clean the pot i thought and he was like well I can't clean the pots if they're like that. I go into producer Ben Cockney. Um, and then AJ reminded him, well, actually, he was like, I need water. If I'm going to clean it, I need hot water. And what are you going to do about that, mate? And then AJ was like, well, actually, you've left all the dirty pots in the, in the pot that we used to heat the water. So we actually can't do anything yet. Um, so problems. And I did send out a poll on our Twitter because I know that you and I, William, and a couple of other people that, that I've spoken to, we're after a bit of drama. Obviously, we don't want Jordan really involved in that. We just want something to whet the appetite when Jordan's not on screen. Um, and I tweeted out a poll, very social, and I said, are we happy to see a bit of drama or would we rather it all stay friendly? Oh, yes. What was the result? 47% of people said, love the drama, but 53% said, love the family vibes. So, thank you. Surprisingly, more people want the family vibes, where I don't mind a bit of... Just a, a glance here or there. I don't want it to be too tense for for sort of successive episodes, but I don't mind the odd episode where there's just a, a soupçon of friction. That that would be fine. Um, Shane complained about his... He didn't... Once AJ pulled him up on, on that very valid point that you cited then, Ben, Shane didn't really seem, seem to have much sort of to say. <laughs> um, it was like, right, yeah. And then and then sort of went. Oh, I don't. I don't like all of this. I don't like. Sorry, it was not from the north. Um, I, I can't do the voice. I don't like. I don't like all. I of don't this, like mate. all of this. I don't like. It's uncanny. Um, whereas you know, I think what he probably preferred before is actually someone else does all the jobs, and he can just sort of 
do nothing. So I'm, I'm glad that he was sort of put back in his box. Is that you and Jordan? Thank you. Um, I did enjoy seeing Jordan just sit there on his throne like little Lord Fauntleroy. He sort of just sort of sat there whilst everyone sort of moved around. Who's little Lord Fauntleroy? Is that a Welsh word? No, no it could be, potentially. We'll do that tomorrow in tomorrow's episode. Why not um, now? Because I need to look it up. Um, oh, here we go. <laughs> Did you, did you hear it's a term, it's a, I believe it's a series, of, off the top of my head, it was a series of books many years ago. And it's about a very, very young child who was made a lord. You know, he, someone died and, and his, someone in his family died and made him a lord. And he would sort of walk around like little Lord Fauntleroy. And it's, it's a term of... Fra- Listen, can't be any more oh, boring than the competition. Oh, Christ. But talking of things that definitely weren't boring, it was the very first castle coin challenge that I was interested in. It saw Jordan and Ruthie, both the uh, the apples of my eye when it came to voting for Camp Leader, <laughs> go off and round up some ducks. Not sticking your ha- hand in a box of rats, as, as we got later with uh, Jessica and AJ, but uh, shepherding some ducks, a herd of ducks. That's probably not the collective noun for ducks, but... Uh, shooing some ducks into three pens. And there was a particularly problematic duck, wasn't there, Ben? Donna. We, we drank to her just a, just a second ago. To be honest with you, William, I was very excited for this bit and I caught the end of it, but I actually was in the midst of tweeting a video. I've literally learned since this theory started that I have got a picture or video of Jordan in every situation. And oh, right. And you weren't actually here. It was when we were in Monaco and you were you had a business meeting or something important. So Jordan and I... I had a high-powered executive business lunch. Exactly. Um, and Jordan and I went for a walk around town, just, just chewing the cud. And we ended up bumping into some ducks and Jordan made a quite funny joke, I thought. And I, I, I've got this video that I'd taken randomly. You can see it on our Twitter Um and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spoil it. I mean, it's it's not the most exciting of videos. No, but I just watch it and I just laugh every time. It's re- it's really cute. I, I, I don't want to explain anymore, and I'm teasing you like no end. But just go and go and watch it, and it's got let me know it's got, if it's funny. It's got something for everyone. It's got Jordan. It's got ducks. It's got Monaco. And it's got me not talking. So perfect. And it's got Ben not talking. Oh, the good old days. <laughs> I have, by the way, just looked up the collective noun for a group of ducks. Herd was actually correct. Wow. But I could also I could also set a flock of ducks. Both are acceptable, uh, according to what I have uh, seen. I guess in that context, I think herd would be more appropriate. Flock feels more a flight. They were me. literally herding. It's like if you're flying, you're a flock. If you're walking, you're a herd. You heard it here first. Thank you, Susie Dent. There we go. Um then they, they, because they won, they got to choose between scotch eggs, that, which for those that maybe not know what a scotch egg is, it's a sort of a, a supposedly invented by Fortnum and Mason, actually, the scotch egg. And it's a, it's a boiled egg, soft boiled egg, sometimes hard, but generally a soft boiled egg, wrapped in breadcrumbs and sometimes meat uh, and sometimes black pudding. Not sure what the ones were wrapped in yesterday. They might have been vegan. Well, no, they can't have been vegan scotch eggs because the egg bit wouldn't be allowed. Uh, but they were probably vegetarian Scotch eggs to cater for all, um, all uh, everybody. Why are you shaking your head? They would have been standard pork sausage Scotch eggs. Like, there's no denying. The egg wouldn't have been soft-boiled. Like, come on. Oh. It would have been a hard-boiled egg, Scotch um, sausage meat around it with the breadcrumbs. 
I'm, I'm not having any of this right. rubbish. Well, that that is a Scotch egg. I'm told they are delicious. I I have eaten them in my time, but they're not my favourite. Uh, I would prefer would have preferred mini. Eggs. Well, two things on Scotch eggs quickly before we talk about the decision. Jordan normally calls them Scotched eggs, and they are also a key ingredient for one of Jordan's picky teas, which might explain the following decision. Oh, I hadn't thought of that. I hadn't thought of that. That's yes. Now, scotched egg, and I'm sure my friend Stephen, when he hears this, because he's the sort of person that would know this, I think scotched egg might be acceptable. I'm not saying it's unacceptable. I'm just saying that is what Jordan would call it. But here it is a scotch egg. Yeah. Con- conventionally, it's scotch egg, but scotched might be acceptable. Please, everybody, write in. Um, tomato, tomato. Indeed. Um, they chose. They chose those, um, but. They chose those because um, they were more substantial than mini-eggs, or as Ruthie Henschel said twice, substantial. Now, no. No, dear. Okay, it's not substantial. It's so funny because her accent is sort of... She she says medieval correctly, as we have mentioned before, but then we get substantial. I mean, spell it out. S-T-A-N. There's no H in the middle of it. There aren't consecutive A's. Substantial. So, like, bath would be bath. Well, there's always an exception that proves the rule, but let's not go down that. Um, <laughs> so they, they get back to camp. They get the answer right, don't they? They get the answer right. People are, are slightly indifferent to, to Scotch eggs. AJ's never eaten one before, uh, but probably has now because he's probably ravenous. Uh, and then there was a revelation about Beverly Callard's autobiography, Unbroken, which you text us to say that you have now bought it. Yeah, I, I, was, I saw an opportunity and I just went straight <laughs> on a popular book buying book selling uh, website and got my copy and Amazon. I've just looked now and it is now pretty much sold out so you snooze you lose wow. June Divas but I have got a copy coming my Let's way I hope she still gets royalties I think mine's second hand so I don't think she will but what I can do is I'm pretty close talking about little friendships on Twitter like we have been recently at Beverly Callard and me we're like this I'm doing my fingers on top of each other so I might be able to get it signed, I'm thinking. Or, alternatively, I read it in the next couple of weeks and give it to Jordan as a present and said, I bought this for you, when actually I bought it for me. How much did you pay for it? Well, it was, it was a penny, but with... but with <laughs> um, Bargain. Delivery cost was like the sort of the, the main cost. I think I got it for like three quid. Delivery cost, £15. Well, yeah, I mean, still a bargain. Bev Callard's autobiography, yeah. mate. I'm I'm quids in. I did scream at the television, and people that that listen to this podcast regularly will know why. Because Jordan got very excited about Beverly Callard's book and said into the the diary room. That's what I'm going to call it now. It is what it is. Said to the diary room camera, "Oh, when this finishes, I'll be sat up reading Bev's tales." Well, we all know what I screamed at the television at the top of my voice. Sitting. Is that your impression of me? No. Well, yeah, I just wanted to. Rub you up a bit, but I've said that wrong. <laughs> anyway. You only have to ask. After we saw AJ and Jessica do their trial, which which looked pretty difficult, they only won six stars. That meant that they only had six portions of hair, uh, which is a rabbit, a slightly gamier rabbit. Now, uh, a few people on our friends' WhatsApp group suggested that actually frying rabbit is completely the wrong thing to do with it, although they then all said it was delicious, but probably they will accept anything at the moment. Uh, really, rabbit should have been stewed. That's anything to do with rabbit or hair, you always hear stew, because it's such a gamey meat. And I would agree, so I would have stewed it, but equally I think everyone was quite desperate to eat. Uh, and Giovanna and Mo, who were assigned as the camp 
uh, chefs were getting slightly irritable with everybody uh, sitting around. That's where I would have liked to have seen Jordan sort of realise that actually it was quite intense for Mo and Giovanna and then organise some sort of game yeah. for them to do. Some sort of camp game. I know, like Ibble Dibble. Oh, it's so difficult because I think they're all so hungry and I think Jordan is probably near the front of the queue for being hungry in those situations. So it's easy for us to like look on and be like, oh, what's going on there? I mean, I, I, I think some of the comments were annoying from some of the other campmates in terms of, of the cooking. I could probably see myself being a bit of a backseat chef, <laughs> to be honest. Could see myself there a, a tiny bit, maybe, if I'm being completely honest, which I always try to be. Um, but at the end of the day, I think Giovanna, I quite like her. She's one of my sort of backseat faves, if you like. Um, and she, I think she dealt with it in a similar way to me because Vernon comes over to her afterwards, obviously knowing that he said something annoying. And he says, oh, you're right, Giovanna. It's like... Yep, this is my concentration face. Leave me alone. I'd definitely say something like oh, that. Really, would if you? If I was annoyed. Yeah, I'd be like, no, I'm fine. I'm concentrating on my work. So watch out for that. Jordan then uh, said to, to the dining room camera that he can't cope with being watched in the kitchen. And if someone's watching him, he can't do it either. He, he just If someone's watching him, he can't open that tin. <laughs> he really struggles. Uh, and so you've got, you've got to clear the kitchen. Um, so that was good to know. I've actually got a, another video of Jordan cooking us, or a few videos of him cooking us a corned beef hash. So I'm going to tease that, but I'll probably release those videos when we get to Jordan being the chef, if that ever happens. If not, you'll never see it. But if if he does become a chef, you'll see it. Yes. Do they do they then re-elect? Do we have another election? Yes. So it's not... It, I did make a joke the other day about it being a four-year cycle, but it's not. I think it's like a three- or four-day cycle thing. So at some point... I imagine, I think the camp decides the leader next and then they all vote for it. So then it, it becomes a bit more chosen. Jordan won't get re-elected is what I'm saying. <laughs> Three more days! Three more days! <laughs> um, there was, I think we have to mention it, there was quite a bit of... Oh. What? No, go on. We have to mention it, but it's just, uh, yeah, awkward, isn't it? There was a little bit of bitching. And I don't know about you, Gene Divas, but I felt quite I felt quite aggressive towards a particular member who, in front of Jordan, will pretend to be his friend, and then behind his back says, Oh, why did they sign up to do the programme? They know what they're entailing. And then said that Jessica and Jordan are cut from the same cloth. Well, look, Jessica, she's a lovely girl. She got one star in the trial. Jordan, in his last trial, let's not forget, got 12. I wouldn't call that cut from the same cloth. I'd call that cut from two very different cloths. So don't you, two fragile men, go off into the corner and start bitching behind everyone's back. If you've got something nasty, set all of their faces. I mean, I couldn't say it better myself. Why they do it is one of the most annoying questions. Like, everyone's got their own reasons. People say it as if it's an insult. Why do they do it? Well, probably a bit of publicity, a bit of money. Yeah, probably. To be fair, I'd do it for a bit of publicity and money. Look at me, I'd be first to scarper into that cart if they offered it to me. I'm not even a celebrity. Um, it, it, was, it was hard seeing people talk about Jordan, I thought. And I am also very bad for people insulting people I know. Like, when you sort of, what you witness a bit of bitching of a, of a friend, my brother I feel very protective over. If someone moans about him, I'll, I can say what I want about him. Yeah, I'll tweet 
moaning about Jordan all night and sort of making little jokes. Don't you dare. Yeah, you often do. Don't you dare. Name and name that I don't really want to mention. But, yeah, we got we got through yes. it. Jordan absolutely smashed it. So that's that's the thing to remember. Whatever people say, whatever people do or don't do in front of their faces... Jordan smashed it, and one of the people involved is doing a trial tonight, so I will be watching very closely to see how he does. Indeed. He better get all 12 stars. Um, let's have some light relief now. Stop <laughs> Stop what we're doing, because it's time to laugh until our sides split. Get that needle and thread ready. It's another vintage joke of the week. A teacher says to a class, I want you all to come up to the front and say a sentence with the word contagious in it. Little girl gets up front, she says, right... I've got one for you. She says to the teacher in the class, our neighbour is painting his house with a two-inch brush and my dad says it will take the contagious. When we come back, we'll be chatting to someone who would know exactly how to stew or fry a hair. It's Celebrity MasterChef winner, Riyad Kalaf. Jewellery isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is an introduction to the podcast that gets a flavour for your neighbour. Peering over the fence when things have got tense. With the most outrageous tales of your next door fails. The time has come for you to listen to... Score Next Door. My name's Rich Williams. And I'm Emma Jones. Score Next Door is our brand new podcast. And we think you're going to love it. Hopefully a bit more than you love your neighbours. There's a new episode every Wednesday, so search for us wherever you listen to your podcast to find out what all the fuss is about. And if you do love your neighbours, you might as well listen to the people that hate theirs. Yeah, why not? (laughs) Before we continue our discussion of the latest from the castle, it's time to evolve a much-loved and much-missed feature of these daily updates. Conditions in Wales looked pretty chilly last night, so we're going to keep you up to date with what to expect from the weather in tonight's episode. Accordingly, we need to cross over to our weather centre for an update, but this is not sky news, but sky light news, 
weather. And our weatherman is Owain Wynne Evans. Owain, how is it looking in Wales? The forecast for the next 24 hours in Wales is positively freezing. Keep those trunks on when you go in the showers, chaps. Our guest today is someone who'd make an ideal member of the castle crew and spice up any bush tucker food. He'd know exactly what to do when faced with a flubbery eel, meatless squirrel or feathery woodcock. It's this year's winner of Celebrity Masterchef, broadcaster and former caller to the help hotline, remember that, Riyad Kalaf. Hello, Riyad. Hi, Will. How are you? Yes, I'm really well, thank you. Um, what are you What are you making of Jordan being on TV? For me, it is a mix of pride, nervousness and horror. I feel like I'm exactly the same, but to a lesser extent, because, you know, I know Jordan, I adore him, but I'm not his bestie. So you two are like twins, really. You know, always <laughs> with each other. In the weirdest yes. paternal... <laughs> Yeah. Yes, it's so hard to tell us apart sometimes. <laughs> but you spend so much time together and you know each other inside out, so it must be mad to see him on it. Sorry, I'm I'm doing the stuff that you're meant to do to me. No, this is good. It's fine. Yeah, it's weird because actually I've, he's now been sort of gone. How long has he been gone, Ben? Two, three weeks since we didn't talk to him? And it's sort of half of me is like, it's it's a bit like he's died in a certain in a certain way, and that I'm not talking to him, but yet, and then I'm sort of watching a TV show with him on it. But it's it's him, but it isn't him. It's not ticking that. Yeah, it's like the TV show is is a, a celebration of his life, like his self made eulogy. <laughs> it's like look how great he was. Oh well. And also, Jordan Jordan is incredibly modest, and mm. painfully so. Painfully yeah, so. he's got a lot to be modest about. But I. It's it's hard then to be talking about him in in the press and even on this podcast without sort of going was that okay did I say anything, did I say anything you don't want said I'm just hoping that we're still friends by the time he comes out of it I think he will be I mean I, I'm sure he's the only one in the camp who has his own dedicated podcast while he's True. in there <laughs> if I ever if I ever go into Strictly or the the Jungle or whatever can I hire you to do this for me like this yes. is amazing. No, that's 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 absolutely fine. What have you made of the ingredients on offer to the celebrities in the castle for all these these food that they get from them from the bush tucker? It's not fair. It's <laughs> it's like they go and they eat, you know, um, a sheep's testicle or whatever, and then they're like, "Woo, we got the stars!" And it's some vegetable that they've never seen in their life, and no sauce, no salt. I mean, I don't no. know what I expect. It's it's not Master Chef, but. You do think that, come on, give them like a roast chicken one day, like a, an animal that they'll recognise. Squirrel one day. Yeah, and it's squirrel that looks like squirrel. I mean, it's not even taken off the bone or the chunks of squirrel. It is. It was there with all its legs and arms. And the pigeon last night had the head still on it. And I have to say, um, who was it? Was it Giovanna? Was straight in, bloody hands, no mess, and she's proper hunter-gatherer that woman she is and she chopped its head off i mean she is italian so it's sort of it's in their blood but you know the head was straight off and probably put the head in someone's bed just to send them a message <laughs> overnight um have you ever cooked they had quail now quail's not that weird have you cooked with quail quail is is a lovely thing to cook with if you have an oven and if you have <laughs> um salt and if you can baste it over many many hours you know but this is just plain meaty 
fried over a fire on a skillet. They're, they're, sometimes they're given food that, that can be seen as sort of a bit of a delicacy and um, that you might, you know, order at the Ivy. But it's not going to be possible to make it anywhere near like you would have at the Ivy. Other restaurants are available. Um, indeed. Um, now, we should just say why you know so much about food, uh, other than being a phenomenal cook. In fact, you are, you are a phenomenal cook, and that is why you won this year's Celebrity MasterChef. Congratulations. Thanks, Dave. Uh, when, did that, when, did that, when did you get the trophy? Well, when was it officially announced? So uh, it, it happened over summer. I think it was July that it broadcast, but I knew since March there was a lot of excitement at a time when the world was closing down and everything was doom and gloom yeah i was like i won i won i won and then finally you know when i got to have i think we had like three people over distanced of course for Mm -hmm. the final episode and it was such a relief to to not have to hold in the secret anymore did the people that you invited over know the outcome one of them did and two of them didn't. That's I, I, that. I mean, that is amazing to be sitting there at someone's dinner party, watching them to see if they win, and then they do, and they're basically next to you. That that's crazy. I think that's the ultimate dinner party entertainment. And can I say, I also put on a complete spread for these guests. I did the master <laughs> chef. I did about six different canapes. I had the the prosecco and champagne in. I mean, I'm a good host until the point that someone starts talking while I'm on the telly. And that's just a cardinal rule. You just don't do that. Especially, and that's not about ego. That's honestly about, I haven't seen any of the edit. Mm, I'm mm, watching mm. it live with everyone else for the first time. And if someone's in the corner yammering on about, you know, what they have for work the next day, I'm like, excuse me, (laughs) (laughs) who are you here to watch? Yeah, uh, last time with a couple of these uh, I'm a Celebrities, we've had a group of our friends on Zoom, uh, so we all sort of watch it, and someone started jabbering on the Zoom over a story Jordan was telling, and I completely missed it, and, well, I just removed them from the feed. I mean, that's what you have to do. I mean, get rid of them. etiquette supremo here, you know that that is just an, a no-go. You just don't it do It is, that. and I've, I've got to listen. I've got to, I've got to then go and hop on a record and record a podcast about this. This could be a pivotal moment. This does work, and let me tell you, it's been work for me too. Here are my Jordan North notes. I don't know if you can see that. <laughs> but I took down in my phone as I was watching last night with a glass of wine. So it was part enjoyment, part work. I've got my talking points here ready to go. Wow. Okay. <laughs> if you were in the castle at the moment, how do you think you would handle that food situation? Even for a, a master chef like you, is there anything you can do to make rice and beans exciting? I think you can make them less stodgy and gluggy by... It's what you do to the rice and beans before you start cooking them. So big, big mistake people in in the castle slash jungle always make is they just throw the rice into water and boil it to death and then eat this slop. If you rinse the rice really, really well, get all of the starch out until the water's running clear, then it's not going to stick together. It'll be nice and fluffy and sort of fall apart. And it depends on the type of bean. You could do that too as well. I guess slightly burn, I, I don't want to say burn, but caramelize the beans so it has mm. a little bit of a charred flavor as well. That means that you're not just having plain old carbs that are doing nothing. It's limited. What you can do is limited. I was also thinking, you know, if I was in the castle, I'd start just sort of walking about foraging. Oh, yeah. And you mm. find um, little bits of flora and fauna growing all over the place that will 
judge up the meal. So wild garlic, there should be a lot of that growing around in, in Wales. Um, yes. Certain mushrooms, but then again, you could accidentally kill yourself. So you have to be careful. You do. Yes, there's there's no live trial tonight because one of them has died. <laughs> yeah, they had a mushroom and then they died. <laughs> <laughs> but here's how you could win £70,000 in a Jeep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll be, we'll be back <laughs> after this. What would be your worst fear if you were going into that programme? Two things. I've thought about this long and hard. I am absolutely terrified of uh, the eating trials. In particular, that um, thousand-year duck egg. The, the fermented black one I just I see it and I can smell it and taste it and I just I pride myself on if if a camera's pointed at me I can kind of do anything in the name of entertainment in the name of making good programming but if I was handed an egg like that and told to devour it I don't know if I could um, and then the other thing is rats rats and and food um I think I could eat a penis I could eat uh, a witchetty grub or a, like a cricket but a, a testicle an eyeball or an egg, I have nightmares about them. So it's anything ovular? Yeah, because it's what's in it. It's like you don't know at what point it's going to pop and what that's going to feel like. And also, if you ever see the eating trials when they bite into a testicle, it's this, I'm just going to say it, it's this white, viscousy fluid that comes pouring out. And we all know what that is. It's so gross that I can't believe it's legal. Like, are they, they're they not cooked, it's raw. Like, you wouldn't you wouldn't even eat a piece of steak raw. You wouldn't be eat a piece of chicken raw, but here's a fucking donkey testicle. Sorry, can I, I swear it's too late. Mm, I'm mm. passionate about this. <laughs> wow, okay. Uh, I can't, I, there's no follow-up question that you I can possibly ask. You see the veins ask. on the outside. <laughs> it's like an alien egg. You see the veins. And then the, 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 the I think, I don't know why I know this, it's, it's like um, high school uh, biology, but the vestiferins, is it called vestiferins? Oh, I don't know. I, it's the veiny bit that comes off that carries the sperm up into the body. Oh, Ben, you did biology at university. Did you Did you learn about this? No, okay. It's the bit that they cut if you're having a vasectomy. Oh, I need you to lie down. If you were there and you were leader, what would you change about camp life so far? If I was, I was actually thinking about this when I watched it. I, I really hope that if I ever go into I'm a Celeb, that I never become the leader because it will go straight to my head. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm a nice person. You know me. I'm not. Yes, you are. You're lovely. But I, I think the power would destroy me. If I was to change something, I would probably, I would just make sure that I wasn't given any of the jobs that um, I can't stand. Like, I don't want to clean anyone's dirty knickers. I, I just don't want to do that. I don't. No. Want to, I don't want to clean the privy. I would cook. Yeah, I would cook. Yeah, you'd be you'd be an excellent choice to have in there cooking. What would you do? Um, I would send. I mean, I look. I I don't like rats either. But I've actually the hypnotherapy I mentioned is for rats. I I've, when Jordan was going to do this program, I've, I've done several hypnotherapy sessions. It's worked brilliantly. So I would send everybody else other than me off up on a, a general clean any food residue that's on the floor that could attract them to move everything in case there are rats nesting or hiding under beds like we saw so that and that would have that would be a daily activity okay so you're you're like a, a one-man rent-a-kill you're sort of yes uh, rat proofing the camp but rent-a-kill by proxy yeah because i would be doing nothing yes yeah delegate i might do a bit of cleaning i don't mind doing cleaning i i, I love a squirt and a wipe i can do that that's not a problem but i would be making sure that everyone and a wipe. Is- 
But I would be making sure. Don't write your own jokes. I I would be making sure that everyone else <laughs> too late uh, was uh, was making it rat free. Okay, right. But I think I think the power would also go to my head a little bit. Would you like the fact the power's gone to your head or not? Well, can I just say something? I, I, I agree. I do think the power would go to your head. And I can kind of, um, let me just psychoanalyze this for a second. I think oh, it's wow. because, okay. you know, you in in your line of work are mm. quite close to the royals in terms of their, their day-to-day life and how they should or shouldn't operate. And I think that just by default, you've probably fantasized about what it would be oh. like to be the queen <laughs> For a while, I'm just guessing. I'm just guessing. Darling, it's not a fantasy. <laughs> oh, see, it happens quicker than you can imagine. <laughs> I, I think that I think that in a, in a previous life, maybe you could have been the royal. I think in another life, I was Marie Antoinette. Oh, really? Which explains why I sometimes get a sharp pain in my neck, right? Just occasionally. Wait, was she hung or something? She was executed. Oh, decapitated. Yes, she was the last queen of France. Okay. Married to Louis the Sixteenth. History lesson for you there. <laughs> history lesson one on one. Finally, who do you think is going to be in the final few left in the castle? Uh, mark my words. Unless someone makes a big mistake and turns into a complete, you know what, Jordan to win, mm-hmm. and his two other uh, finalist campmates are Beverly and Shane Ritchie. If Jordan doesn't win this, um, he really we can't get him to listen back to any of these podcasts because literally everyone we've had on has predicted he's going to win it. It'll be really hard for him. I think whatever happens, even if he left now, he is a star in the eyes of the nation. He's a star in my eyes anyway. He has sealed his fate as a low-level national treasure. Let's just put it out there. You know, I think there's a moment from Gogglebox that really sums up what the nation is feeling now about Jordan. They started to show him, you know, abseiling down the mountain. And within 30 seconds, pretty much everyone on Gogglebox was team Jordan. And one yeah. of them said, oh, I just want to protect him. I want to give him a hug, you know, and, I, and will him on. And that's what we all want from, you know, he is a guy who has really struggled with heights, with claustrophobia, with snakes. I mean, there's nothing that he hasn't struggled with, God love him. And there's no airs and graces, and the British public love that. You know, he, he's a famous person, but he doesn't act like a famous person. He's one of us, and yeah, he deserves it. Every time I do a radio show and he's on after me, if I've even if I've had a really bad show and just made a load of mistakes, he'll always intercom into my studio and go, great show, mate. You did so well. I was listening on the way in. You sounded great. And I'm like, you're lying, but thank you. And that's just what he is. <laughs> you know, that's the way he is. He's just so, so encouraging and lovely. So it's nice to see him get that energy back because he deserves it. Riyad, thank you so much indeed for joining us. Thanks for having me, guys. Now, tomorrow on the podcast, we are going to be hearing more about something that means a lot to our Jordan. We're going to be joined by Sammy and Beth from the Pendleside Hospice, the charity in Burnley for which Jordan is an ambassador. We're going to be hearing all about the great work that they do. Jordan loves them and we're going to share what they do with you, and Divas, so you too can love their work. In the meantime, please keep using the hashtag GetBehindJordan and make sure you follow at SexedMyBoss. If you'd like to leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you review your podcast, we'll be delighted to read those. Until tomorrow, we'll leave you with those immortal words. Bye, guys. 
Hello G&D we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. On Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexandmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexandmyboss.com slash cinema.